Thank you, Jansen, for that wonderful worship time. We serve such an awesome God. I'm so grateful that we as a church, and, and even though we're separated, we can worship together. There's unity and there's togetherness. Even though we're, we're apart, we're, we're together when we worship God. And uh, His Holy Spirit works in all of our lives. And I'm looking forward to this time when we're going to be speaking on the subject of prayer. And prayer has been blown way out of proportion, I think, with, uh, in our Christian circles. And people feel like we're, we're not able to achieve a whole lot with prayer. But God wants us to realize that prayer is meant to be simple. It is talking with God. And so that's why we've started this series on prayer and we've subtitled it, We Need to Talk. You and I, we need to be talking one with another to build our relationship. And we need to be talking with God, which is prayer, uh, to build our relationship with Him. In fact, our relationship with God is fueled by prayer. It's strengthened by prayer. And that's what we're going to be discussing and talking about in the sermon series here over the next few weeks. And I'm looking forward to Pastor Matt speaking next week. But today, we're going to kick off our sermon series. And we're going to start with prayer right now. Can we pray together? Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for all you mean to us. And we pray that you would help us to grow in our spiritual walk to grow in our confidence and our ability to talk with you and to build our relationship and strengthen it. We ask these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. And I want to encourage you to uh, maybe respond on the chat. If you want to say Amen out loud, right, right where you are, that's fine. Or you can say Amen on the chat and you can quote me if you want and post the scripture verses, whatever you feel is appropriate and will help those that are watching. But thank you once again for allowing us to come into your home. This is our heart to you. This is directly to you where I'm speaking to you personally. I believe that God has something special for you, not only today, but in this entire sermon series. So prayer is part of our relationship with God. Christianity, people say, is not a religion, it's a relationship. And that's true, it's, it's partly true anyway. Christianity is a religion, but it's not fundamentally a religion. Fundamentally, Christianity is uh, founded and is all about a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And I've got a couple of photos there, one where I'm younger with my sister and my mother and father, and another one with my uh, adult kids, uh, and uh, I'm missing one of them there. Our oldest son, Jason's not in the photo, but Jeff and uh, my daughter, our daughter, Christine, is, is there, and Jeff's wife is there. Uh, Maria and my wife is at the front. She's the one that took the selfie. We're out there on Quarry Rock in uh, Deep Cove, and uh, we had a good time. It's a beautiful spot up there if you ever want to take a beautiful hike. It's not a long hike, but it's, it's not just going for a walk along, a, the, along the beach either. So anyways, I, I'm a son. I, I have a lot of different relationships. I have, a, I have a sister, so that means I'm a brother. I had grandparents, and so I'm a grandson. Uh, I'm a cousin. I'm a nephew. I'm, I'm a husband. 
Uh, I have a relationship with my wife. I have a relationship with my ch our children. Uh, so I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a friend. I'm a neighbor. I'm a pastor. I'm part of a church. So I'm a spiritual brother to my sisters and brothers in my church, the church I belong to. And, uh, and, and so there's a lot of different relationships that I have. And, and you do as well. But our number one relationship is our relationship with God and how we are related to him. And so the, the term relationship actually has a number of different meanings. One of them is even, you know, the relationship between uh, lung cancer and smoking, which is kind of a negative, isn't it? But uh, there is that relationship and, and they're connected. So there's a connection. Uh, another way of thinking of relationship is the family connection between people. And that's what I've been talking about briefly here. And, uh, but what, what I wanna just uh, stress is relationship, another way of looking at relationship, another definition is the way in which two or more people feel and behave toward each other. The way in which two or more people feel and behave toward each other. And that is really determining the health of our relationship. The fact that we're related to God through Jesus Christ on the cross and what he did for us, that is the, the nature of our relationship. We are daughters and sons of God through Jesus Christ. That's the nature of our relationship. But the health of our relationship is more how, how we feel about God and how we behave toward each other. And the number one way to behave toward one another in a relationship is through communication. And so prayer is so very important. Prayer will fuel our relationship with God. And so here's a story in the Bible here in Luke chapter 11. And uh, it says this in Luke chapter 11, starting in verse 1. Jesus was in a certain place and he was praying. And when he was finished praying, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray just like John taught his disciples. And Jesus taught them he that's when he actually gave us what we call the lord's prayer and when he, he said this when you pray say this father may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon uh, give us each day the food we need forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who sins against us and now jumping over to Matthew and his gospel and how he expressed that there's an ending to the prayer in Matthew. It's not found in Luke. And it says this, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And this is the pattern prayer. This is the Lord's prayer. Now, you may have memorized this, and that's actually good to memorize this, but not for what you might think. Because when we pray the Lord's Prayer, I don't believe God's intention was that we would simply recite it, say amen, and then that'd be the end of it. But rather, I believe that this prayer is meant to be like a pattern for us to learn how to pray. Jesus said, when you pray, say this. Now, he didn't say when you pray, think about this 
or when you pray, recite this. He said, say this. Now, the word, the Greek word uh, for say uh, is, is a word that actually means to put together, put thoughts together, put words together, and speak out. It's a discourse. Uh, to, it's a direct discourse, putting words together. And so when we pray, Jesus said, we should say. And I would like to suggest to you uh, that praying in your head has merit, but praying out loud, praying, whether it's out loud with a whisper or whether it's out loud with a, with a yelling voice, <laughs> however you say it, but say it verbally, and that will not only help you, but that is really what prayer is. It's, it's, it's talking. It's, it's talking out loud to God. But I want to I ask you a couple of questions here, uh, wondering if you can relate to this. I've got six reasons why people find it so difficult to pray. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on these. I'll have them on the screen for you. But these are, are six different, not really excuses, but they're, they're reasons why uh, people find it difficult to pray. The first one, we don't really feel worthy to ask God for anything. Does that ever come across to you? Do you ever think about that? You know, we don't come to God because we feel worthy. We come to God because he has created a way for us to come to him through what Jesus did for us on the cross. How about this one? We're not really sure that God hears us when we pray. God help us to have faith in him when we pray. We don't, we don't necessarily know how to pray. Well, today we're talking about that. Uh, sometimes we feel like we, we don't pray as well as somebody else. We don't want to compare someone else's prayer to our prayer. That's their relationship with God. We have our own relationship with God. Sometimes we feel like we don't see the results that we want or when we want, and that's where trusting God comes in. Sometimes we feel like we have uh, more confidence in our ability just to work it out on our own. And this is a bit, of a, a, a bit of a challenge for us because God does want us to do some things on our own, even though he will help us, as opposed to just letting God do everything. God wants to work with us. And there's a, a sort of a continuum here between pride and just saying, well, I can just do it myself and I don't need God and, and, and maybe uh, being petrified, just feeling like I, I can't do anything. And uh, God wants us to have this sort of balance in our lives. And last but not least, we don't understand sometimes that we don't understand our position in prayer. And I want you to, I want you to hear me. I don't have time to develop this a lot. But we are not living in the Old Testament times where God is far away from us and we have to ask him to come down or we feel like we have to speak as if he's so separate. By his Holy Spirit, God is with us. And so the prayer, and I, you can write this down, you can even tweet it if you want. Prayer is not a long distance call. Prayer is not talking to God who's far away. He's right with us. He's within us. He's among us. And that's, that's our position. Our position in prayer is that God is with us. But uh, I want to jump right in here to this pattern prayer. And we're calling this uh, sermon series, We Need to Talk. 
and uh, that we need to say when when we pray we should say these things and what should we talk about to god what should we talk about to god number one we should talk about what he means to us talk about what he means to you when you pray say our father holy is your name and that's where prayer is to begin praise and worship and acknowledging who God is and how awesome he is. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with prayer. Lord, you are my father. You are God alone and we can worship him. We can, we can pray to him in our worship. Such an awesome God. Lord, how lovely you are, how faithful you are. And that's one way that we can pray and we can start that way. We can, we can come into God's presence as it were with uh, praise and worship. The second thing we should do is we should talk about his plan. Don't talk about ourselves or what we want. Talk about his plan. May your kingdom come. May your will be done. And we're submitting to God and we're praying for others. Let your kingdom come. Lord, save these people. Heal these people. Let your plan come to fruition in the world. God wants us to be connected with his kingdom and his purposes first. And then, of course, he invites us to talk about our needs. The third thing is when you pray, say, give us each day the food that we need. Well, this is talking about what we need, what we desire, what we want. Lord, would you meet this need? Would you meet that need in my life? Would you heal my body? Would you strengthen me? Would you provide for me? Those are all good things to pray about, but pray about our own things, but don't come into the presence of God, as it were. Don't start off and, and just start with our list of requests, you know. Let's start off with talking about how we feel about him and how wonderful he is. Talk about our desire to be connected with his will and purpose and to intercede for others. Then talk about ourselves and talk about what we need and talk about our relationships. Talk about, you know, so often we get hurt and we have bitterness in our heart and we don't even think about that. We don't even talk about, it. we just want God to help us and do for us and do this for that for us. But God wants us to talk to him about our, our relationships and our heart. And we don't want to have bitterness in our heart. We want to have forgiveness in our heart. God, help us. Lord, would you forgive me for the wrongs that I've done? And, you know, usually if there's bitterness in our life, there's been a conflict, there's been unforgiveness, but it's been, it's been two-sided and we have our part to play. And so we can ask the Lord to forgive us and we can remind ourselves and we can declare in our own spirit toward God, that we forgive others. And this is something that we do to clear our relationship with God, first of all, and then also to clear our relationship with others. Talk about our heart. You know, every day we're tempted. I was thinking about temptation and thinking about prayer. And the other day, as I was preparing my heart for this message, I was saying to God, Lord, I don't want to just talk about prayer. I want to be a man of prayer. And, you know, I want to tell you, I'm tempted personally. I'm tempted to be a person who thinks that I believe in prayer, but, but, but really not 
spend a lot of time actually praying. That's, that's not good. <laughs> it's not good for me. It's not even good for you, for me to be like that. Uh, but God wants us to come to him and say, Lord, help me get through this temptation. Help me, help me to resist the temptation and to be the person you want me to be. That's talking about our own heart, our own heart condition. Ask God to show you your heart, and he will. You know, God, show me my heart, and, and let me, and lead me, as it says in the Psalms, lead me in the way everlasting. And then when we conclude, don't say, you know, again, don't say our list of desires and our sort of laundry list to God, and then say, okay, thanks, amen. But, but rather, let's close our, open our prayer, our prayer time in worship and, 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 pray, and praise, and then close our prayer time uh, and talk about his glory. When, when you pray, say this, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. It's all about you, Lord. It's not about me. Let's acknowledge these things. And, and as part of our prayer time, especially at the end, say, Lord, I surrender to you. I submit this to you. It's not about what I want. It's really about your glory. It's about your honor. And so these are some of the things that God wants us to be able to practice in our life. So it's good, like I said, it's good to memorize this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, our Father in heaven. Holy is your name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You know, and on on and on, you know, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we tre- as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. It's good to have it memorized, but that that's because then when we're praying, we can use this prayer as a pattern prayer to help us in our prayer time. Now, I'm, for the most of you, I'm your pastor. And I, I want to just give you some pastoral advice, okay? When you're praying, use simple language. Don't try to sound like something else or someone else. You can use your heavenly language. Pray in the Spirit. Use your, use your gift of praying in tongues and pray in the Holy Spirit. You know, that is the number one way to make sure that your prayers are the same as God's will. And we know that when our, we pray according to his will. We know he hears us. And then last, uh, last but not least, use God's language. You know, you can take the prayers found in the Bible. You can pray those prayers. You can pray God's word. And those are, we're going to be talking more about that in this, in this series, but that's the kind of language that you can use, but use it in your own way and embrace it and bring it into your own life and mix it up with faith. Now, I just want to close here in a moment, but I want to say this clearly and carefully to you. You are invited. You are invited. There's an invitation from God. This isn't like, you know, you're not doing well enough and you need to pray more. That's not what this sermon is about. This message is an invitation to you. And here's the invitation found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 and verse 16. It says, let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, and there we will receive his mercy, and we will find the divine enablement, the grace to help us when we need it the most. Let's come boldly. 
Let's be bold in our prayer. Let's be ourselves. Let's use our own simple words. Let's pray to God. We need to talk. Amen. The Lord takes delight in you. That's found in, in Psalm 149. The Lord takes delight in you in, in, because you are, you are his daughter. You are his son. You are loved. And he wants to talk to you. We need to talk. Amen. Amen. Now, we're going to go directly into communion here. But I want to just give you an opportunity. I'm going to pray a prayer. Uh, of dedication to God, but just before we go into communion. And uh, it's a prayer of dedication and invitation. And I'd like you to identify with this prayer. I'm going to say it pray, phrase by phrase. And, and if you would like to just even whisper or pray out loud this prayer. Can we do this together? Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you love me. You died on the cross for me. I surrender to you. I embrace what you did on the cross. I want to turn away from all of my ways. And I want to turn to follow you. God, help me to do that. Come into my life. Forgive my sins and make me new from the inside out. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I'd like to ask you, if you would, let us know if you prayed that prayer for the first time. We'd like to help you grow in your spiritual life. But now I'm going to turn it over, really very happy to turn it over to uh, Becky and Doug Hornsby to lead us in the communion time. So God bless you, and let's receive this uh, message. Let's receive this communion time together. Thanks again. God bless you.